and welcome to Wisdom, Worth, and Wealth. I'm your host, life and business coach, Allison Foy, and I believe in your ability to create the life and business of your dreams. It's no longer about doing, doing, doing to create the impact and income that you desire. You get to create more time, more money, more impact, and more love in all areas of your life, and I'll show you the way. Wisdom, Worth, and Wealth was created for the spiritual entrepreneur or soul seeker that desires to have it all. I will be diving into the realms of mindset, money, and energetics, and I'll be sharing everything you need to know so you can fully own your worth and expand your wealth. I believe that money is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to owning our worth and our wealth. And it is my mission to expand you and give you the shifts you need to be, do, and have whatever you desire through stories of connection, inspiration, and perseverance. Hello, 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 and welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to be here with my new friend, Tara. Tara, welcome. Thank you, Alison. I'm so excited to co-create with you today. Yeah, I'm so excited. I am so fascinated by you. (laughs) I can't wait to tell our listeners a little bit more. Um, Tara is an intuitive, a healer, and a spiritual coach, a channel and a guide for starseeds, healers, and light leaders activating their soul's holistic blueprint to heal and awaken at light speed to live a life led by their intuition while fulfilling their soul's work. Amazing! Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So my first question to you, obviously, is how did you get on this path? How, how did you, you know, become this healer, this coach, this mentor? I'm so, so curious. And I'm sure our listeners are too. <laughs> uh, it, it has really, for me, been a life's journey. Um, and, and it started from the moment of um, being born, <laughs> coming into this world on the earth side, um, and always having this kind of knowing and um, this connection, this awareness of my surroundings and um, having this awareness of seeing more than meets the eye. Um, and with that came along beautiful gifts that I didn't really know were gifts um, when I was a child. I used to be able to see spirit and I used to wake up in the middle of the night and have these big, deep and meaningful conversations <laughs> Um, and just thinking that it was it was normal, like this is something that everybody did. Although being gifted and tapping into and understanding how to work with your psychic gifts is very normal. It's just not being normalized as such as the way like this big wave of it is like coming through now and it's mm-hmm. becoming very aware that this is the new normal. It always has been normal. It's always been a part of us. It's just that It got suppressed for a wee while and now we're just breaking through that timeline. Um, But, yeah, for me, I've always had this awareness, this ability to be able to innately read person people's emotional states um tapping into like my clear sentience or just having these incredible like profound knowings these downloads and being able to speak into it and share this information and have people especially at the age of five being in a school setting being like whoa how like how do you even know this this is like really weird like this is and it kind of 
freaked them out in a sense of like this ability to be able to tap into this worldly knowledge, um, but they just weren't quite prepared for that. So my journey kind of started being like open, connected, and being tapped into my intuition to then realizing that society wasn't quite ready for this and kind of having to dilute this part of me, mask this part of me, um, really kind of hide these aspects within myself um, until it kind of came into a point that I couldn't do that anymore. I couldn't suppress these gifts. I couldn't numb them out, especially in my teenagers, teenage years or early 20s where I was so sensitive and um, highly attuned to people's energies and other energies around me and um, that it became super overwhelming and that showed up within like anxiety, within panic attacks. And then that kind of really endorsed fear because I didn't have the understanding or the knowledge or I guess um, the empowerment that I now understand this to be a gift. It's not something to be fearful of. So I've had many initiations and I've been able to experience it from both sides of the spectrum, from one from fear being like, oh, I'm cursed. Like, why do I have to be so sensitive? And why am I always like crying or um, like, I just wish these people that would be waking up, waking me up at 3 a.m. would go away. Like, I just really want to sleep. I need my beauty sleep. Um, and kind of seeing it as like something that I didn't have control of. Um, and then when I kind of had this really deep, profound initiation in my late teenage years, early 20s, I kind of went through um, an awakening, not that I knew that it was an awakening at that point in time. And that kind of created the opportunity for me to be like, okay, I keep waking up at 444. Um, <laughs> I feel energies around me and I feel like they're wanting to communicate with me instead of being afraid of these energies because the fear wasn't there when I was a young child. It kind of got distilled in me as I grew up based on what society was saying that this isn't normal. You should be afraid. You need to protect yourself. And it was like, no, this, this doesn't resonate with my being. This doesn't resonate with my soul. This is very old paradigm. Like, no, I'm actually going to sit and have a conversation with these people that um, so very much want to talk to me, that are very much attracted to me. And I'm like, I'm going to see what they want as opposed to being like, no, I'm not going to talk to you. And that was kind of my breakthrough of being uh, realizing that I can be empowered in this work that I do and not see it as a curse or not see as seeing being sensitive is something or having like panic panic or panic attacks or um anxiety is seeing something that I couldn't control and I was like no I'm going to take charge of my life and that kind of led me into diving into all things spiritual like why am I seeing these sequential numbers everywhere that are like haunting me in the most angelic kind of way throughout the day um like what do they mean and then started asking questions and then with asking questions that then created like empowerment with knowledge and then with knowledge it truly does come like powerful and that there made me I guess realize that 
I'm my own master. I, I'm the one that's in charge of my own energetic field. I'm in charge of my reality that I'm creating. And yeah, that's really kind of how it all, all started for me. That's amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. I was listening and laughing to myself going, yep, that happened to me. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's so funny how we connect with people and it's just, you, you hear the same stories um, that you've been through. And it was funny how you mentioned, not funny, but funny to me because it (laughs) happened to me, like just waking up in the middle of the night or connecting with spirit and you know, pushing it aside and being like, no, you're not there. Almost pretending. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, um, the breakthrough that happened when you fully embodied what was going on around you and, and owned that part of you. And that's so incredible. And I love this conversation because, um, I have a very similar story. My awakening, I guess, happened when I was younger as well. I was very sensitive Mm -hmm. Um, waking up at night, seeing things. And I was just told that I was sensitive, like anxiety, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And when my father got sick when I was 10, um, unfortunately, he passed away when I was 16. So it was a long period of like grief and managing that anxiety. But throughout that period, closer to when he passed away, I had all my gifts come back up again, going through kind of what is called a dark night of the soul. And so I really, really resonate with what you're speaking to, because I know I experienced a lot of those things. I know a lot of people experience those things right now. And this isn't something that I have formally talked about on the podcast yet, but you know, how, in your opinion, can you differentiate from being intuitive and just sensitive to energy versus, you know, almost calling it anxiety or um, defining it in a more clinical term because you know you know what it's like to have those moments and to navigate that mm-hmm. and for people who are very sensitive are very spiritual who don't know that yet what can you say to them this is um I love this question so much because I do come across this a, a lot um especially mm-hmm. with my beautiful soul sisters and uh, my uh, spirit circle psychic development group. And a lot of them um, have mentioned that one of like the symptoms that they feel is this, like this anxiousness, this heaviness, this Mm -hmm. weightedness on the chest and like that. And I'm like sitting there going, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." (laughs) yep. I get like because I'm getting really excited and yeah. like waiting to like share like what this actually means and give them tools as to how they can like break through this and see how they can not buy into almost like this fear, this energy of being powerless mm-hmm. um, and suffocated through this anxiety. But how I would explain it is that going from my own personal um, experience is that when I would tap into different energies, different frequencies around me, and this is kind of like, I guess, in childhood or like early teenage years before I had the beautiful um, knowledge and awareness that I have now, is that as soon as I would be open and I would kind of vibe with some other energy and I would feel it, 
And it was, say, for example, it was of a lower density to the frequency that I'm vibrating at. And maybe, um, for example, I, I used to live in this flat um, and there was this elderly gentleman that actually passed over that I wasn't aware of prior to moving into it. And like he tried so hard to get my attention. Um, but even though he was an elderly gentleman and I kind of pieced all the pieces of the puzzle together after opening up and communicating with him, he had a really fast transition over. Um, mm-hmm. And what that meant was is that he was quite angry and frustrated because he didn't get to say goodbye to his past loved ones. So that was kind of like the frequency of anger, frustrated, like unsure what happened because it was such a swift transition for him. And that was kind of like what was stored in his energetic field. Mm-hmm. And it was just anger, frustration. So every time I would pick up on his energy, I would be like, ooh, oh. And then it's like, you know, the, the, um, like the anxiousness would come in because you'd be like high vibing, dancing around, having a dance party, whatever it was that you're doing. And then all of a sudden it's like you've got a little zap to your energetic field and you're like, oh, what's that? Like, mm-hmm. oh this anger, this frustration. And that then it it became, because I couldn't distinguish at that point in time that this was somebody else's energy. I just kind of thought like I would go from one emotion to another. And that the transition within itself was what I was sensitive to. And that there caused the anxiety, caused the panic, and then caused the overwhelm. Because I was like, oh, I don't really like this feeling. I I don't want to feel angry and frustrated. What's going Mm -hmm. on? Um, And then because I couldn't say, because I wasn't aware that I was in charge of my own energetic field and say, hey, look, I acknowledge you, like, thank you for like letting me know that you're here, but your energy is quite intense. You know, can you just take a step back and, um, and then, you know, we'll kind of have a conversation. Um, and that there, when I see that in other people, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're just so <laughs> open. Like, I'm so excited. Um, but the, the sensitivity is because there are like vibrations out there from all sides of the spectrum. And they're just picking up more often than not those lower vibration energies that it's just kind of tapering with their vibration. And the calibration of that is what is causing the resistance. That's kind of how I explain it because nobody really wants to stay embodied in the emotion of anger or frustration. You know, we want to go back to the happy, joyful, blissful, playful Mm -hmm. kind of vibes, but we do have to oscillate between all of the emotions. Um, And so within that, what I would share with my clients with having this experience is creating the opportunity for them to see it from it like, a higher perspective like this is a really cool thing and then teaching them to distinguish the difference like okay well now you've connected and tuned in um with this this energy around you if it's something that you don't want to work with or communicate with then it's okay you can tell them to move back or say that you know you put your clothes sign on I always say that we have our own gatekeepers yeah like 
friends for whom it is that we're connecting and channeling <laughs> and communicating with. I'm like, just go and tell you about the bouncer that the shop's closed and that you switched off and then just tune back into how you felt prior to that interaction and mm-hmm. go back to your, your happy place, your vibration that you were holding beforehand. But not knowing that you have this information and seeing it as a gift and that you are your, your own boss, you are your own mm-hmm. CEO, you're in charge of your own energy, that it can get confusing and it's kind of you can get tangled up in that and it be, can become so overwhelming because you're not segregating the two energies and coming back to yourself, which is why then like one of my most favorite practices to teach is to like learn how to cleanse your energy field, to come back mm. to you. It's a daily sacred ritual that I have in the morning, throughout the day, depending on how busy the day <laughs> is, but you try and slot it in there. And then before I go to bed at the end of the night as well. And that way you're just always coming back to your soul, your soul frequency, your soul essence, your truth, and you're you're vibrating um, at your soul's frequency that you should be. So that's kind of how I would explain um, the the anxiousness um, and potentially as a result of that, maybe panic attacks that come with it. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's learning how to master that and becoming like taking control of your own bodily consciousness and realizing that this is just your spidey senses picking up on all the other (laughs) around you um and that if you don't want to connect with them that's okay you're in charge (laughs) I love that so many little nuggets you dropped there so many things that are so important for so many people to hear because it's true you are in charge that was a really huge lesson for me to learn. I remember mm-hmm. going to places like the mall or when I was in high school and being like, get me out of here. <laughs> like I just, you know, and I think that happens with a lot of people and collectively energy right now, the last year has been very, you know, crazy heavy. Mm-hmm. And I love that you gave a tangible example of what our listeners can do to come back to them. And I love that you put it in that term. Um, you know, coming back to yourself is so important and part of my practices as well. The one thing I want to ask you, cause I know the importance of, you know, clearing mm-hmm. our space energetically. It's something that I do every morning and every night, but what mm-hmm. are some of your favorite ways to do that for someone who hasn't really heard about this before? Gosh, there's so many beautiful practices out there um, to cleanse your energy field. And if I was to put it in the most simplistic form, you can just do it through setting that divine intention. So as soon Mm -hmm. as you're putting that thought into it and you're like, look, um, I just want to release anything that's come into my energetic field that's no longer of service to or is no longer is not of service to my highest good really and um, and just transmuting it letting it go releasing it to mother earth so she can upcycle upgrade the energy and send it back out so it's not like yuck like I'm gonna do nothing with it let's put it in the rubbish bin and <laughs> let's get rid of it it's like that divine like circulation of energy and like mm-hmm. that infinity flow so again like the easiest thing just setting the intention just declaring it out loud to the universe and being really strong in your approach like you're really certain like this this is you tapping into your empowerment if you're just like okay yeah uh, can you just cleanse my energy feel cool okay like there's, there's really no magic there's really no yeah. potency behind it like you really want to be 
very intentional with this work. So that would probably be one of the easiest ways to do that, down to probably some of the deepest, deepest sacred practices where you like tune into yourself and potentially scan through your energetic field. So for me, I'm very clairvoyant. So I can read and perceive um, energy um, in forms of colors and forms of symbols. Um, sacred geometry so depending on how much time I have on my hands I probably sit into a beautifully guided meditation and just see where is there within my energy field is there any kind of gray or darkness mm. or is there any kind of emotions that are sitting there that aren't on that the higher spectrum those high vibe emotions and sit with them and be like okay well where did this emotion come from Okay, is it mine? Is it someone else's? Is it a belief that I'm picking up from? Um, is it like a generational? Is it like an ancestral belief? Is it a collective belief? Mm -hmm. And then go really deep on that. So again, it just depends on how much time you have on your hands. Um, and there's no right or wrong way. It's not like there's there's a set like number and sequence as to how you go about it. It's just tuning into and connecting with your soul becoming one with your bodily consciousness and just seeing like what pops up in your mind. Is it a feeling? Is it a color? Maybe the colors um, like indicating like one of your chakras and then just going with that. What, what's coming up there? If it's like chakra work, maybe you might want to go on YouTube and do like a beautiful <laughs> guided chakra meditation. It's just whatever's right, whatever comes to you in that moment and then again, going really deep and intentional with that to again, like transmute the energy and mm -hmm. um, not just kind of push it out and do nothing with it. You want to transmute that energy. I love that. I love that. I'm, I feel like you're talking about the things that I do. This <laughs> is so awesome because <laughs> a lot of the times when I first was learning about cleansing energy, it was like, you need to have your sage mm -hmm. and your crystals and all the things. And then I learned that an intention is just as powerful. And I love that you touched on that because Absolutely. it doesn't have to be, you know, hard or you don't have to have things all the time. It can be just that simple, powerful connection to what you truly desire, right? And putting that out there. So thank you so much for that. You're so welcome. I was just going to say on don't get me wrong. I, I love and I have all the crystals. Oh, me too. And I, I have them all over. <laughs> to the Pan Santo. But yeah. it's just like what you were saying. It's going back to like you. all you need is you. All you need is to work with your mind or your mind, your body, and your soul. And, and that's enough. You don't have to go out and get all of these things um, to be able to do like this deep sacred work. It is mm -hmm. literally just comes down to the intention of it. And, and that is the beauty in it. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, my desk, I have like a few crystals on here, you know, <laughs> always. And, and that's just like helps the vibe, but definitely not necessary if, if definitely helpful, but intentions are just as powerful. So I love that. Um, so when it comes to your business and what you do, how has developing and embodying your gifts really, really helped you in business and not only just monetary wise, but how you're connecting to your clients as well. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, I mean, 
how I say it is your intuition is your moral compass. It is your guide. It is your map. Mm -hmm. Um, It is the way for you to get to your destination. And when you realize that you can work with your intuition in every area of your life, whether it is like your health and well-being and like you're in the grocery store once you know how you can master the art of not being penetrated by picking up on other people's energies, but whether it's like just going to like fruits and veggies and just holding on to, you know, a bunch of bananas and going like, is this what my body needs to receive in form of nourishment and seeing what comes through? Is it a yes or is it a no? Like understanding the embodiment of working with your intuition is like the most powerful tool to help you raise um, your energy frequency and vibration. And not only that, your level of consciousness as well. And this is something that I've adopted in my everyday life, like even down to like, what am I going to wear today? Mm -hmm. And and like using my intuition to like guide me into what is again going to be a form of expression of like myself. Um, But as a result of that, one of like the most like deepest passions I have and this is coming back to my story, my journey of not being in an environment that um, understood or allowed me to be seen and heard or really, um, I guess, embody my in- intuitive side um, as a young child that now creating the sacred space for other people to explore this part of them, to normalize this part of them, so to take away the labels of being weird or like the, the condemned witch mentality mm-hmm. um, is like the biggest blessing and honor that I can pass on to other people not like and yes I do readings and energy healings but and that is like an incredible energy exchange and it's so like amazing being able to like give people a piece of the puzzle to be able to help them on their journey but if I can empower them to use these tools themselves to use and apply this every day, it's kind of like goes back to the analogy of like teach a man to fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if I with their intuition and they can use these skills and use their own bodily consciousness to navigate their way through their, their life, like this is how we change like the way humanity is. This is how we raise consciousness. This is like this, it is our natural way of being. And nothing excites me more, especially like with my children, seeing them um, be gifted with this knowledge and wisdom and seeing how intuitive they are and being able to explore that rather than having it, that part of them suppressed. Like it's just delicious. Like I can only, it, it just excites me so much seeing what this new earth is going to be um, with all the work that we're doing as light leaders co-creating together. Amazing. Well, I am so glad that we connected and I got to learn a little bit more about you and the work that you do. It's just so powerful. So for our listeners who are, you know, very curious about you and your work and want to connect with you, where can they find you? Uh, so you can find me on Facebook uh, I, underneath uh, the tag Rediscover Your Soul with Tara Goddard. Um, and again, the same on Instagram. 
or you can check out um, what I'm all about um, in a more in-depth, intimate kind of way in my website at transformwithtaragoddard.com. Amazing. So we will have all of those links in the show notes below. Thank you so much, Tara, for being here with me today and sharing you know, a little bit of your story, of your life, of your work. I'm so honored to hold that space and to, you know, share this story with everyone. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I am truly so grateful that you are in my world. I invite you to connect with me in the Worthy and Wealthy community on Facebook, where you can have access to a wonderful community, free content, free masterclasses, weekly trainings, and so much more. You can also follow along with me on Instagram at Allison Foy. It's time to become the next level version of you in all areas of your life. There are truly no limits as to what you can create. I would love to hear from you if you were inspired by something that we shared today. Be sure to hit subscribe to keep the momentum going by listening to our new episodes.